Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is November 7th, 2023. We're up to episode 206. And after a, a few weeks off, sorry, I'm still a little croaky, but we're back. So David Bellinger, you can rest at peace now. We're, we're back. <laughs> no more we withdrawals. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Uh, it's always the way after a conference, everything gets crazy. We're playing catch up. A lot of big stuff coming up at the end of the year. And uh, we still got lots coming out. And uh, yep. I live in Bakersfield and we're just not used to this rain. There's like bloomings and blossoms and allergies galore. All the animals in town have allergies and everyone has allergies. So I've been uh, under the weather, so I apologize, but we are back. So uh, thank you, Grant, for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be back. Cool, cool. Well, let's get on with it. So let's thank our sponsor first, Auto Solutions. Without them, we wouldn't be here, right? Yeah, the makers of Cold Box, Command Box, Forge Box, Test Box, and all of your favorite boxes out there. Uh, we've got a few ways that you can say thanks back to Order Solutions. You can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. And you can also help Ordis reach for the stars by star starring or forking our repos that we have up on GitHub. And uh, we'll post the link in there where you can find links to the various repos. And if you can go and star those, that helps us out a bunch. And um, yeah, I think the, you can also, there's also a podcast that you can subscribe to. Yep. So just one thing about that command box uh, GitHub link I just sent out there. So that'll actually look at your box of JSON and go help you star and fork all those repos that you're in your dependency. So if you have a box of JSON with projects from other people, not just Autos people, it'll help them too. The more CFML projects we have out there and that we're, you know, actually starring just helps the language in general. You know, we want Cold Fusion, we want CFML to get more popular on GitHub. People take notice, they give us more support and tools. So if you guys can do that, and that tool makes it really easy, it'll support all of the projects in there. So if you're using something from Matthew Clemente or, you know, whoever, that'll uh, start them. But like we said, uh, obviously this is a podcast, you can listen to it on your podcast app. So if you guys actually go and leave us a review, we'll read it on the show. So we're hoping to get a few more reviews that obviously helps get more people to see the show as well. So we appreciate that. And if you sign up um, for a free or paid account on CFCast, um, you get to see some great content. And Grant will tell you more about that because he's got a good series running right now. And you can obviously look cool like us wearing some uh, Box Life uh, merchandise too. We have an Auto Solutions uh, box life store and so we'll send the link in there and you guys can buy some swag so some of those shirts you'll see at conferences some of them are only on the store so check it out yeah we also have some books available so uh there's the 102 cold box hmvc quick tips and tricks we've got that over on gumroad and uh, we'll post the link for that uh the books are also now on amazon so if you uh, purchase from Amazon, like most of us, you can go over there and find them there. And then there's also uh, Learn Modern Cold Fusion, CFML in 100 Minutes, and that's actually available free online. So we have a, an online version that's free, but you can also, if you'd rather have the ebook or paper copy, uh, you can get those as well. 
Yep, and just a, a cool note, uh, if you guys were at CF Summit, hopefully you came by the booth. We had some books there, and uh, Daniel, myself, and Brad and Louise, who, when we spoke, we gave out some books and hats and shirts and everything else. But those who came to the workshop, which we'll talk about later, after the conference, they got a special edition of the of the 102 Cold Box HMBC Quick Tips and Tricks. It's a hardcover with color inside. So the code's color formatted and everything. And uh, the, we actually had Louis sign a bunch of them at the, the workshop too. So that was kind of cool. But I believe those should be available on Amazon now too. So you can purchase a hardcover version too. Kind of cool. Uh, something nice to put on the bookshelf. So I got one as well. Yeah. So very cool. But uh, we also want to thank our Patreon supporters. We have 41 Patreons plus. We have one that couldn't sign up from his country. So basically 42. And that's up on patreon.com slash order solutions. And so if you look up on there, there's a lot of different plans. And you guys can find one that will meet your uh, budget, hopefully. And we appreciate each and every one of you. So if you look real quick here, I'm just sharing screen. You'll see these different packages. So... There's a box supporter for 10 bucks a month. The bronze supporter for 50 gives you a couple of extra perks. We talk about these later in the show, but you'll get the free Forgebox Pro subscription and you'll get access to all our paid content on CFCast. There should be an asterisk there for non-premium. But uh, but yeah, so there's some really good packages there. And again, if you guys are willing to be a Patreon supporter and support us, it helps us with the podcast and all our open source things. But we'll tell you a little bit more as we go through the show in the Patreon section. So first up, news and announcements, and uh, Mark Takata is actually in the chat, so hey Mark, thanks for joining us. Um, this one's about you. So Adobe Cold Fusion India Summit 2023 was announced at CF Summit, and so December 2nd uh, in India, we're going to be uh, going to Bengaluru in India for that, and then you can register for free. So uh, Adobe CF Summit hasn't been back for about four years, I believe, so right before uh, uh, you know all the COVID fun. Um, but they're back and they're having a triumphant return to the country. So they got some exciting sessions and uh, it looks pretty good. So if I, you know, bring it up on my screen just for those to have a quick look. So if you guys want to cut out and get a little early vacation, hit to India for those of you that are not living in India. Um, it's pre-registration, big gurus. A uh, pretty awesome place to go to as well. We're watching a lot of the cricket World Cup right now, and they're a lot of them are playing in Bengaluru. Um, but yeah, so all the details you need to know are there. And uh, again, hit Mark up on the CFML Slack channel, get more information about it as well. But uh, we'll be posting that link right now for you guys if you want to check that one out too. Oh, he's on top of it. Uh, paste, there we go. Okay, so. Let's move on to the next section. So this is new releases and updates. And Grant, you know, there's been a lot from Adobe on this one as well, right? We do, yeah. So on October 23rd, it looks like they released some updates. They added uh, Java installers for Java 17. Also got here, um, it's noting Java 11 and uh, JDK JRE 8. So I'm not fully sure what those updates are, but uh, they've, they've released some updates then. Also on the 10th of October, they release updates uh, that refresh the server zip and GUI installers. There's some lockdowns um, features that are added there. And uh, we'll post the link where you can go check those out. And yeah. I did see uh, so someone from our community. Uh, his name is Brian, but I, don't, I didn't. Brian Riley, I think. Oh, Riley. Yep. Uh, he actually has a blog post where he kind of explains what some of these updates are. 
and uh, some things that that he experienced when he was going through that. Yep. And uh, I think part of it has to do with uh, there's some new connectors in Cold Fusion 2023 and uh, in 2021 update 11. And there there are some lockdown features that that are really valuable. But you but there are some caveats to it. And he just kind of goes through uh, what to look out for there. Yep. And uh, Charlie has some stuff on his um, blog as usual about this, but. Yeah, so a lot of people had issues not being able to get access to the admin. So the CF admin is locked down by default with some of these new connections. And um, obviously they're doing that because they're enhancing security, which is a good thing. There were several vulnerabilities released lately, and you can read more about them in this blog post. Um, and so a lot of good information in here. And he links off to other things um, that you may want to look at too. So the server-side request forgery and other links to those details. So definitely go check them out. Um, if you're installing them, I know a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to figure out what, what was wrong. So Charlie and Brian's uh, information there is really, you know, really valuable. So you can get your upgrade done quickly and limit your downtime. So, and then you've got a couple of details on the new connectors. So it looks like, um, normalizing the request URI. Um, yeah, um, it blocks any requests with, I think, the two periods in, in the URI. Um, and this this um, handles like any sort of attempts to exploit like directory traversal vulnerabilities. And it also blocks any requests um, where the URI starts with uh, slash CFID. Yeah. So, obviously, if you're using apps that do use those features, you'll have to look at either how to enable them or how to encode things properly to, to handle what you want. But it's good to be secure by default. And so, congrats, Adobe, for doing that. And uh, we do have a couple other announcements. There's one about Forgebox. We're going to save that for the Forgebox section. So, let's skip on to webinars, meetups, and workshops. And we have one coming up here with... Eric Peterson, so he's going to be doing one with the Hawaii Meetup Group, and so he's going to be meeting um, the day after Thanksgiving, so it's um, November 24th, I forgot to put that in the notes, I'll put it right here, so November 24th, and he's going to be talking about Inertia.js and Cold Fusion, and so, you know, Inertia is uh, another one of those newer JavaScript frameworks made for people who don't really need an API, but want to use those modern JavaScript frameworks, similar to React and Vue as a view layer. Um, and it's, you know, inspired by things like Turbolinks, and they behave kind of like a spa, but still being a server-side rendered app. So very similar to uh, CBWire, but there are some differences. And uh, so Eric wrote the, the Coldbox uh, Inertia.js sort of module that helps with that from Coldbox's side. And so if you're looking for, you know, going front in scripty stuff, which is still heavily cold fusion uh you know inertia js is another option for those who want to maybe learn a little bit more and cb wire is like another good alternative um so uh, those and are sorry go ahead these tools too they you know can just really speed up your development if you're trying to build modern apps and uh you know if you want to avoid kind of all of the complexities of taking on you know react or view or and building the you know backend APIs and all these things, these tools can really get you get you pretty far quickly. Yep, and then one of the things is 
um, Eric does talk about the pros and cons because there's always pros and cons of every approach and you got to figure out what's best for you, your company, your team and how to, you know, achieve those business goals. And so that's something that's really important. So it's good that he identifies that. But like you say, you know, with these two you know, systems, it's easier for a cold fusion developer to learn them than how to learn how to create a whole new API with all the security pieces and then develop JavaScript framework stuff that works with those APIs. So there's a lot of learning if you want to go that route. And that's fine. You know, we a lot of us are doing that. Um, but as I said the grant before, if CB wire and, and inertia JS were bigger before we all went in on API stuff, I would have done a lot more with them because they are great alternatives. And now I'm like, man, I really could have done this with one of those, but if I have to do all this other work. So um, again, Grant's got some uh, CB wire stuff on CFCast, which he'll tell you about, but this is another good opportunity. If you're not sure which way to go, check them both out and then you guys can make an informed decision. Yeah. Uh, we have another uh, webinar that's coming up. So this is Cold Fusion security training, writing secure CFML with Pete Freitag. It is a hands-on uh, security training class for developers in that you'll learn how to identify and fix uh, security vulnerabilities in your ColdFusion and CFML applications. It's an online webinar. It's on uh, Tuesday, December 12th. And Wednesday, it's two days. Oh yeah, and two days, yep, and Wednesday. Looks like it's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. And uh, we'll post the link in there where you can find out more information on it. Also, I saw a note that it's actually going to be recorded. So if for any reason you can't attend it online, you'll still have access to the recordings. Yep. And so that is a great workshop. He's been uh, giving this, I attended this CF Summit several years ago as a one-day workshop. And he's broken it over two days because it's hard for someone to block out a whole day of time during that time of the year. But he's got two three-hour blocks. So, you know, maybe you can't make one of the days you can watch the recording. And um, But he, he has like a, he had a virtual machine before and he had like an online demo app of basically a bank and you had to sort of help secure it and so it goes through all the different things from really low level things like sql injection which you should have some understanding of and how to remedy it to some really complicated things and uh, he shows you examples and how to fix them and how to look for it in your code and it's a really great course and if you haven't taken it highly recommend it um, we did miss the the early bird special because that ended november 3rd but it's $8.99 per student. Um, and if you have a groups, I believe he does do some group discounts. So just reach out to Pete. Um, but highly recommend it. Great workshop. So that's a, a good one for sure. Uh, he should probably offer that at Halloween, considering how scary he is sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should tell him that. <laughs> how scary security vulnerabilities are. Yeah, There's exactly. just so many things he's covered that I never would have even crossed my mind. Yep. But the thing so, is, those always, bad guys cross the, cross their mind. So, always. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, CFCast. So if you haven't heard of it, CFCast is an online video tutorial system. And we have a lot of great content up there, some paid, some free. And um, you can go to cfcast.com to find out more and sign up. Again, free account will give you a lot of content there. So once you're registered, you can see that. But we've had some releases lately. And as I've been hinting, Grant's had a series on CB wire. So you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so uh, we're still kind of in the early stage of a uh, CB wire mastery ser series that's covering uh, version three of CB wire. And so I uh, recently posted two other videos. I think we're, I think this is probably the fourth or fourth and fifth videos. So we're still pretty early on. It's going to be, 
an ongoing, you know, set of rolling, uh, a rolling series until we just kind of get through the end and cover all the different features in CB Wire. Uh, but one of them that I posted was on passing parameters. I don't know if that's really the best title, but what you can do with CB Wire is create these reusable components and use them through throughout your system. So similar to cold fusion components, but don't, it's not, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about UI components. Um, so, and one of the, one of the things that you can do is pass parameters to your CB wire components. So I cover that in one of the video series. Uh, and then we're also, we're just starting simple uh, with a contact form. And we're going through just all the way from creating the form fields to uh, adding validation and then ultimately actually sending uh, the, the contents of the form, sending it through something like Mailgun and using, you know, CB mail services in the back end of that. And uh, so, yeah, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, if you're wanting to know more about CB Wire, that's a, a good resource that you can check out. It looks like five videos so far, and we're trying to release more all the time. And he's got a few in the can, and he's working on the rest of it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that. And then we do have the end of the box 2023 videos available for purchase as a premium, exclusive premium. But just so you guys know, those are going to be available starting November 18th for subscribers. So if you haven't bought them, if you want to wait a couple more weeks, you can. And if you're a paid subscriber, you'll get access to all those videos from Into the Box 2023. So we always give like a premium exclusive window for those who actually attended the conference or bought the video package. So that's coming to an end. So right in time for Thanksgiving, if you have the Thanksgiving week off, you can sit back and watch all the great videos from Into the Box 2023. Um, if you are an attendee, you should have a coupon in your email already just to get that and access it before that date. Um, so you can go ahead and do that. And so again, that's coming soon on November 18th, so Thanksgiving week. We also have some videos coming soon from uh, Eric and his Coldbox Elixir. And of course, Grant, more CB Wire videos, right? Yeah. And if you haven't checked out Coldbox Elixir, uh, it's super useful if you're dealing with Webpack and trying to pull in JavaScript and CSS assets, and you want a, an easier way to go about that, I, I highly recommend you check that out. Okay. So next up, let's talk about conferences. So we've mentioned a couple briefly, but we'll get into it a little bit more. So Into the Box Latam is coming up very soon. So November 30th, we have... Uh, into the Box Latam, and it's being held at the University of Business in El, in El Salvador. So that's a great one. We've got all the details up online already. So the speakers, the schedule. Um, so if you're in that area, um, it's a it's a great conference. Um, really great to see the growth down there because a lot of a lot of people in El Salvador, you know, they're learning just one language maybe at university, and so they're open to you know exciting new language opportunities. And so people just love looking at Cold Fusion. Coming from Java, they just love how flexible it is and how they can really move quickly with it. And so we're getting a, a, a lot of good feedback from everyone down there. So it's been a success the last few years we're running it. So we're hoping to have another, you know, big attendance down there. Next up, Grant, we've got... Yeah, the uh, Dope Fusion uh, India Summit 2023. And I think we already mentioned that, but it's December 2nd. Uh, you can register for free, and we will post the link here in the chat. 
which Gavin will have to do because for some reason oh, I already did it. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Grab must be on the wrong right. YouTube account again, or we're on the got the wrong person. Sorry about that. And then uh, next year, we already got into the box 2024 ready for you. So we have the new location. We're going to be in Washington, D.C. And the dates are May 15th through the 17th. We got one day workshops. So we're going to have a couple of workshops on the 15th. And the 16th and 17th, we'll have our two tracks. Um, so I'll send a couple of links here through because we've got the new location. So we can share that with you so you can find a little bit more about it. Um, and also we're looking for speakers so we've got the call for speakers out right now um and so until we get the, the call for speakers close and everything if you want your tickets for really cheap the blind tickets which means you don't know who's going to be speaking you don't know who's going to be there if you purchase them blind you get a really good discount on those tickets so we're sharing that link too but um we're looking for some speakers you know we always like new community members or new topics and it's great to see other people using Audis's products or cold fusion to do some cool things so um reach out you know it doesn't take much to put your name in and submit an idea for a topic and um yeah if you do get selected the cool thing is you get your free entrance to the con the conference you get a couple of nights of hotel stay as well so it's a pretty nice perk if you're already thinking about attending throw in a topic and trust me there's not, no better way to learn something than to have to submit a topic about it and then when they pick it you've got to learn it because you don't want to be the guy that's presenting on something he doesn't know. So uh, it's a great way to really dive in deep and to really learn something. So you don't have to be an expert now, but just make sure you know it really good with the time you present it. But and the box is going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of great things right there in D.C. as well to go see museums and monuments. So very excited for that. Sure. And uh, we've got... Uh... If you're looking for even more conferences, you can check out confs.tech. Uh, it's a site that's got a huge list of conferences for almost any uh, programming language and community that you might be interested in. So be sure to check that one out. Yep, and they have online versions and in person, and sometimes they even remind you when the call for speakers is ready too. So mm. pretty neat. Okay, let's get into the blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. And you want to start us off with uh, one from Robert with Command Box. That's an interesting title. Yeah, creating a command line API viewer with Command Box. So uh, I was checking this out right before the show. And, you know, in the blog, he mentions that um, I think he's had a little bit of frustration with some of the API tools that are out there. And just kind of all the stuff you have to kind of set up for a lot of them, you know, nowadays require you to create an account and log in and, and do all this, all this stuff. And so he actually created a, um, a command box module that goes through and actually does these API requests and you can just call it directly from command box. And uh, I think he's posted it up over on GitHub. Yep, yep I'm you're sure there. Now. Yep. there you go. And uh, you can pull it in and, and actually start using it. Yeah. I thought so, that was really cool. Yep. So he's uh, set it up so you can run it from, you know, manually from the command line or use a config file to call it. Um, you know, some people like doing it in VS Code or Postman or whatever, but he just likes being able to have it from the command line. And so uh, I know he said he's working on uh, different examples um, and, you know, working through different methods so i know he supports the get now and stuff but he says he's going to try and handle more of them but 
but yeah, so he's basically built this little module. And if you haven't built a module before, it's good to check out and see how easy it is to build a command box module for your CLI. And then you can do stuff in the command line too. So yeah, it was really cool to, to see that one. So, you know, check it out and see what he's doing. Um, very cool. Now we also had a, a blog post about the workshop, as I mentioned, uh, CF Summit, we ran a workshop right afterwards and we had a, a good attendance and Luis and I went through and we worked through Coldbox 7. So that was a bit of an update too. There was a, you know, a few new things. So if we, we'll see here, uh, we dove into the books and again, we had the printed version. They all got the hard copy, which was nice. Um, and yeah, we sold out this time. We actually had, um, you know, four or five people that wanted to join. We just couldn't get, you know, a big enough space for everybody. And we always do a really in-depth, in you know, hands-on approach. And so we, we don't uh, overload our workshop. So we want to make sure everyone gets everything out of it. So, you know, make sure you keep an eye out. If you subscribe to our, uh, you know, our newsletter, you can make sure you get those in there. But, uh, but yeah, we actually had Damien Doombronx there. And he does a lot of great workshops for Adobe uh, for ColdFusion. Uh, he does all the European-timed uh, uh, workshops. And, you know, he really really enjoyed it and so it was really great to, to meet them all and uh you know meet a few new faces too but everyone got a lot out of it and uh you know we're still chatting in the slack chat room trying to keep them you know keep them moving and, and using what they've learned so uh, it was a really great experience and yeah um, hopefully you guys can try to attend one i know i made a lot of friends over the years you know meeting people at these workshops and that's how i met all the oldest people it was a workshop when i first started a long time ago too so uh, it was it was pretty cool. So, but if you want to read more, the the links in the show notes. And then, Grant, you had one. Basically, you were just talking about Brian's post, I believe, right? Yeah. So we mentioned it earlier, but uh, again, with those recent updates from Adobe, uh, there was some some changes with the connectors, with CF Admin, and some lockdown. Uh, stuff that that changed there so yeah check out uh brian riley's blog on that where he covers that okay um so we had another blog post too about cf summit um so for those you actually attended uh hopefully you guys came out and checked us out at the booth we had a lot of good times talking to everybody a lot of people had ideas for ways to improve things or make our developer lives easier and it was really great to be able to brainstorm and you know and chat about different things and you know solve some problems for people along the way too so it was a uh, really good to everyone who came out and yeah we met a lot of people and it was you know really good time and obviously we we enjoyed the the, the vegas scene and the the adobe party and it was just really good. So if you want to read a bit more about that, you can look at that as well. What do we got next, Grant? Ben Nadell. He's uh, got a new blog post on JSU. So in this post, he was running into a index out of bounds for length error. And uh, I was checking this out. He was trying to um, append child nodes to uh, his bot to the body tag of uh, this document using JSUP, and he was getting this index out of bounds error. And it turns out you actually have to, um, you have to call this dot remove method on anything you're trying to, to add. If you have to, I'm trying to try to explain it. You have to remove um, its relationship with the, uh, uh, with its parent before you can add it to the body, something of that sort. So I was trying to follow along. So anyways, 
his blog post there covers that and some things he was running into with that. Yeah, JSOP's a cool tool, um, but that will definitely get a little confusing um, running into that error. But it's definitely a a fun tool. You can do a lot of things with it. And I know that, you know, uh, I think it was integrated. Eric's test tool before Playwright came out and made it even better and cooler. Um, you know, you used to use JSOP to be able to help identify buttons. You know, so you say, when I click on this button, I expect this to happen. You know, it would use JSOP under the covers to, to detect stuff and look at stuff. So JSOP is very powerful. I know, talk to James Moberg about uh, JSOP. He's got lots of cool things he's built with that over time. So very, very cool. So that rounds up our jobs, tweets, and videos of the week slash weeks. Uh, it's been a while. But uh, we have some jobs coming too. So find a job. So we have a getcfmiljobs.com is a, a great solution for finding CFML jobs. It scrapes a bunch of different sites and provides those for you. And so they've got over 107 positions available from 65 countries. And in the last few weeks, we had like six new jobs. So we'll share those for you. So what, what do we have first, Grant? Uh, we got a full-time junior full-stack developer, uh, Cold Fusion developer. Looks like it's based out of India. We also have full-time mid-level full-stack developer, um, also senior full-stack developer. Uh, it looks like all of these might be uh, the same company here. Yeah, it looks like they're so, stocking cool. up on Cold Fusion developers. So <laughs> you're in India, yeah. there's a few good options there. And then uh, those are in Hyperdad. Uh, India and this in Maharashtra, always get those names wrong. Um, they have a, a position available for uh, an R2R L3 new Cold Fusion C1. I never know all the terms for this stuff, but uh, they've got a, a job there in Pimpri, Chinchwad. Um, and then we've got a couple of positions in the US as well. There's a Cold Fusion developer with CFML experience 100% remote, and that's full time. And then we have a Cold Fusion developer at Quincy, Massachusetts. Um, was posted as well. So a lot of different options for you guys there. And again, getcfmiljobs.com has all that. And you can post jobs for free there too. So if you guys are looking for someone, it's a great place to go and post it. And if you do post to Indeed or places like that, this will scrape it as well and get that in there for you too. And if you're using Slack, there is a jobs channel in the CFML Slack. And we also got one over on our box team Slack. So where you can see job posting. So check those out. Yep. So very cool. Okay. So next up we have Forgebox module of the week, but this week we're not doing a module. We're actually doing Forgebox itself. And that's because we've had some, uh, some cool releases, right? Grant? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we released Forgebox 7.7. .7. It, it's a significant update. Um, it's got a lot of new features, and uh, one of them being charts, which I don't know if you're able to. Yep, I'm that. showing right now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but you can go and and look at the uh, go and look at a package and see kind of how many installs there's been uh, in the past, and it's really great for your own packages too. So you can kind of get a sense of how how much is being used. So yep, we've so got a lot of work being of done in the background uh, to try and track more of that. So. You know, we're, we are keeping a bit of information on the entire package, but we're trying to keep some information on which versions to 
And so, you know, a lot of great information there and just trying to decide, you know, how to, how to use it better. Um, there's version specific weekly downloads too. So if you have a package, you can see which versions people are downloading, you know, in the last week or so to give you an idea of, you know, are there more people stuck on a certain version or not? So, so you can try to help motivate them or help them, you know, get up and, and upgraded. So beg them to upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> or ask them why they're not upgrading, you know, for example. And so you can see different versions of things and the different, you know, bits and pieces, but it's kind of cool. Um, and if you're logged into Forgebox, which hopefully you should be because it's free to get a Forgebox account, it'll let you know how often you've installed this package in your lifetime. And lifetime means the last 12 months right now because that's when we started collecting all these stats in, you know, bigger amounts. And so if you are logged in when you're downloading, installing, you know, we get some, so a little bit of stats there for you too. Which again, this might be useful if there's security issues in the future. We're talking about ways to possibly, you know, notify people if there's certain issues with certain packages and stuff. So we're, we're trying to make it, uh, you know, figure out how to use the status for good. So we're not going to sell it. We're not trying to sell information or anything like that, but a lot of cool things in there. Um, and I like just being able to see how many times each version has been installed too. So if you're looking mm -hmm. there and you're in your little package setup, you can see how many times something's been installed. Um, and then they improve the search too. So before, if you wanted to search for like, you know, version five point something and cold box it would be really hard. But now if you look in the, the box, you can actually do greater than or equal to five dot X. And so that'll bring up all the versions, which are bigger than five dot X or equal bigger or equal to, you know, so it actually uses real similar um, ranges. So you can really get some pretty complicated searches there. And of course there's other bug fixes and enhancements and everything too. Um, so if you want to find out more, you can check out the release notes and the blog posts will be shared in the chat. And, uh, but yeah, it's, I thought that deserved a, a, a little, you know, discussion because that's pretty cool you know like npm and some other package managements have some of those features and you know like we're we're trying to give people what they want and so a couple people asked for those features mainly brad and so we finally got him out there <laughs> no, brad loves seeing all the stats and numbers and stuff he's just like my keynote for into the box 2024 just got a whole lot easier because i can pull up exact numbers now so he's happy yeah that's awesome okay well Next up, we have our VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week. And for this one, uh, this is something which I'm actually just challenged the Autis team to do for Command Box. And basically, it is a package JSON upgrade tool. So what it does is it shows your available updates in your package JSON files, so you can quickly figure out if you want to upgrade or not. So we have a Command Box command that does something similar, but wouldn't it be cool when you look in your VS Code while you open up the box of JSON, it shows you which versions of the packages are available for you to upgrade. So right here, if you have version 12, it shows red, you have a major update available. So if you wanted to get a major update, you can do that. And if it's uh, yellow, it means, hey, there's been a, you know, a minor update. And if there's a patch, it's green, which means it should be, you know, no issues. Just upgrade that right away because it's a security patch. You want to do that. That's if they're following similar rules. But you can also right click on it and you can get to the, you know, do the upgrade right there, or you can open the the homepage or the change log if it's available. So for those of you using JavaScript, this is a great, great little tool. And uh, again, so now we found this, we thought, whoa, we should add this to our command box package in VS Code so we can maybe get this in the box to JSON soon. So I thought that would be pretty cool. 
So, but even for all my JavaScript projects, I'm still excited to use this one. So you guys can uh, check this out. And yeah, again, sometimes the simple little things in in your ID or you know editor help. And I think this would be a, a really good one for those people using JavaScript. So yeah. very cool. And you can actually add uh, version hints in your settings too. So like if you don't want to use certain versions of Node or certain versions of packages, you can just ex you know exclude them. So maybe you don't want to try anything that's like node higher than 16 or whatever you can put a little ex exclusion in there too so you know it won't it won't force you or tell you that you've got upgrades when you don't care about those versions for example so but yeah i thought that was pretty neat yeah very cool okay next up our patreon supporters and again we have some in the the chat so thank you guys um, so these individuals are personally supporting our open source initiatives to ensure great tooling like Commandbox, Forgebox, Codebox, Contentbox, Testbox, and all those other boxes are getting the development they need, and then it helps to fund our cloud infrastructure, because things like Forgebox wouldn't work if we didn't uh, pay the bills for hosting those packages and the server themselves. So um, package management in Commandbox only works because we've got people supporting our packages here. And again, you can find out more information on how to do that at patreon.com slash auto solutions. But we mentioned before, there are some perks, right, Grant? Yeah, don't forget, uh, we have annual memberships. You can pay for the year and save 10% that way. Uh, we've got a bronze a bronze packages and up. They now get a Forgebox Pro and CFCast subscription as a perk. Uh, all Patreon supporters have a profile badge that we put on the community website. And you also have your own private forum access. And uh, also you have a, they have their own private channel on our box team Slack. So if you're using Slack, you can uh, message us there as well. And um, we do have uh, the Ordis community website that you can check out, which is community.ordisolutions.com. Yep, and those, those little private forums or whatever are kind of nice. Like I said, sometimes we'll throw out ideas or a little little hints and you know snippets of things before we give it out to the general public. So there are some some pretty cool little perks there. And again, we appreciate all the support, whether you're helping us as a patron supporter or not, just through other things like pull requests and filing issues, etc. But uh, we want to take a you know a few moments. To Thanks to our top Patreon. So again, we've got 42 or something right now. So we're just going to read off some of our top ones. But thank you to John Wilson from Synaptrix, Tomorrow's Guides, and Jordan Clark. Gary Knight. We've got Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Monder, Kevin Bright, Doug Kane, Nolan Irk. And Abdul Rahim. Yep, and so I always forget that uh, that James Moberg is actually part of Sunstar Media too. So James Moberg, Jeffrey McGee mm. from Sunstar Media. Um, yeah, I always forget that. So I'm going to change the notes so I don't forget anymore. But yeah, so they're supporting us too. So thank you, James. But yeah, thanks everybody for, for being our supporters. And again, we got more than that. And so if you go to the autosolutions.com slash about-us slash sponsors, you can see a little bit more about some of the other sponsors up there. And we have a big list and we're thankful for each and every one of you. So thanks everybody. And uh, yeah, again, sorry for the delay. It's been a while. Um, Andrew said, thanks guys. My day was boring <laughs> without y'all. 
So thank you, Andrew. Thanks, David, for tuning in. He's been bugging me every week saying, man, when's the next one? Did I miss it? Did I miss it? And I have to apologize. But we'll we'll try and get back on a more regular schedule going forward here. So uh, you guys will hopefully see you in two weeks. And you guys have a great couple of weeks and enjoy the, the festivities. There's holidays coming our way, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all the rest. So very cool. So remember, CFCast, new videos coming out from Grant, and then the ITB 2023 will drop on the 18th as well. So lots of great stuff coming. Well, thanks again, Grant. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good one, guys. Bye, Peter. <laughs>